Michael Fabiano, now with Sports Illustrated, and I'm here to help you through this wild fantasy football season. To win in fantasy, you need player rankings you can trust, and ours have received the Top 5 Accuracy Award over the last three seasons. Sign up for the all-new SI Fantasy Plus at si.com slash fantasy. We even have tools that sync with your leagues and experts who are standing by answering your questions in our premium chat. Sign up for SI Fantasy Plus at si.com slash fantasy and win your leagues in 2020. That's si.com slash fantasy. Today's podcast is brought to you by Blue Canary. The bird has landed on beautiful Bainbridge Island, conveniently located at 499 Madison Avenue. ASE Master Technician Clint Ramsey brings over 15 years of experience, award-winning diagnostic skill, and a desire to reinvent the automotive repair experience. Schedule an appointment online at bluecanary.biz or call them today at 206 451 42 I'm Maria Metzler, the Executive Director of Helpline House. The global pandemic has affected us all differently. If you or your neighbors need food assistance, mental health counseling, rental assistance, or parks and rec vouchers, please reach out. Helpline House can help in many ways. Find us on the web at helplinehouse.org. It's what we do. Neighbor helping neighbor. I got something for your mind, body, and soul. All right, what's good, Podcastville? You found the Bystander Podcast. Today we're talking to some people from the Indie Theater, the director of the new, what do you call it, production or play, um, Jesse Smith. How are you, Jesse? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. Good to have you. Um, Jesse's been a contributor to the show in the past with the Pod Accomplice and the Poetry and Spoken Word episode earlier last year. This year, I believe. And we have... Don Janow, who's the costume director of Lizzie. Hi, Don. Hey, how's it going, Tim? Real well. What What is your role in this um, production? Is it massive amounts of costumes going on? And is there blood and gore going on? Um, tell me a little bit about what the costumes um, are. Great. Um, first of all, I have to say, I just want to thank Jesse and Indy for this opportunity. This has been a show that has been, we had to delay it for COVID and I was so excited to cast it or to, excuse me, to costume it when we first started it. So this show sort of has it all. It's got some period pieces and it, they become completely undone by the end and end up in leather and lace and it becomes a whole uh, rock and roll show but I can just say I've just had a blast and the the performers we have have been just a joy to work with and is this a four-person play it's a four four-person play so how many costumes does um, this play take oh boy thereabouts it's about, four, about probably 50 Wow. Probably 50 costumes. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah, probably about that. And it's there in various degrees. And so um, it was really fun for the for the 
for the period pieces for the olders, there's been a lot of I've been a lot of building, a lot of construction, and so I've had a lot of fun kind of working um, with the actors and their characters to kind of get them right and help move the story along at least visually. Now, Jesse, is this a period piece from the early 1900s that kind of evolves into modern day? Um, tell me a little bit about the story. So the story of Lizzie Borden is one of the first trials of the century that have ever been um, covered in America. This was a a hot trial about a upper class family in Massachusetts who um, there were two axe murders that happened, and the main suspect was the victim's daughter and stepdaughter, Lizzie Borden. Um, she's become, Lizzie has become a American icon, and I would say an American legend. She's folklore at this point, and the story focuses on that case, but is a complete reimagining, and it's a retelling in a rock opera sense. Um, this has become... Uh, it's a piece of fiction, so we blend both period piece and the um, riot girl punk uh, uh, aesthetics of the 1990s and 1980s into the 1890s. How does that translate? Very well, I promise. <laughs> and I can say costuming. I think the, these four actors are... People can identify with each one of them in, in a different in a different way, and so um, I think that they they become iconic and and they each have their own personalities. But their personalities they're they're not necessarily archetypes, but they're for women who find themselves in situations that many women find themselves in throughout generations, which has been why you'll see different at least in terms of costumes. It's really, really fluid. So the audience won't be jarred, I don't think, moving from from an 18th century costume into leather shorts. To, to frame this as a period piece would be to... Uh, it's, it's to reduce it to what it's not. Yeah. It's not just a period piece at all. This story happened in the 1800s. This play does not. Was there punk rock in 1800s? I imagine so. Yes, I imagine there so. There were bloody axes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So tell me a little bit about the myth of this murder. Well, we, I promise you we don't have enough time, but this is one of the most fascinating cases in American case law history. This trial has been retried in American law schools since the 1890s after this happened. Every single time, they have found Lizzie Borden not guilty. Let me take that again. <laughs> Almost every time, <laughs> they have found Lizzie Borden not guilty. There simply isn't enough evidence to prove that she did it. However, her legacy is an axe-wielding, patricidal maniac. This play in particular... 
um, tries to re-spin that narrative into what would cause somebody in these conditions to murder. And I think we come up with a very compelling answer. Don, how how did you get involved in this? (laughs) I... I'm not sure. <laughs> I've been costuming for quite some time. And this particular show, it was so powerful and, and one that I've always wanted to do. And so when they asked, I was just excited, really, really excited to take it on. And so that's how I that's how I got involved. Can I jump in there, too? I would say that I've worked with Dawn in the past, and it wasn't even close. There wasn't a question of who I wanted as costume designer. <laughs> I wanted Dawn to costume this show. Very cool. Have either of you seen this production elsewhere? I've seen this show every single time it's been in the Pacific Northwest. And has it uh, arrived downtown, Fifth Avenue, or where? Um, Uh, It had one of its first... um, It had one of its first incarnations as a reading in the village theater in Issaquah's reading of new musicals. They have a festival every year in which they produce new musicals. And this is one. And I saw it opening night and I came back every single night to see it. Was that good? It was that good. Yes. Is it anywhere near Rocky horror picture esque? No, no, not even close. No, it's not camp. It's, I mean, there's, it's fun. It's, it's, there are guitars in the band. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Rocky Horror, though. No. So how's that going to work? You have four a- actresses, all female, correct? Yes. And then are you going to have a musical composition behind it or added to it? Or are those players going to play music as well? Yes, there's a six-piece rock band led by music director Chris Stefano. Um Every night, there'll be a live band. There'll be live singing. It's a full rock show every single night. Sounds exciting. Um, You have two showings, correct? Or are you going... How many showings do you have? We have three weekends. Three weekends? Okay. This runs Thursday through Sunday from October 22nd to November 9th. And how can people get tickets? People can get tickets at www.indtheater.org. You know, Jesse, we don't have to say the WWW anymore. <laughs> I, well, indie theater. There you go. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of indie theater. Tom Chalinor um, just went to his um, Squimstock, which was a great event at his house with a lot of music. Um, Shannon's a good friend of mine, and she's in this play as well. So I'm really excited. And we are backstage at Rolling Bay Hall. Yes, and this is the old spacecraft. Um, what was spacecraft exactly? No idea. I it, it, it took many forms, and I don't really, I couldn't speak to it except it was a place that people played music in, and people came to see that. But that's that hasn't spacecraft hasn't been around for that's before about time, four right? or yeah. five years. Yeah. yeah the only years. other time I remember being in here, there was like an '80s throwback dance. Yeah, this dance. is going to be my fourth or fifth show in this space and i have to say i think it's a fantastic venue it's small it's intimate you are going to see stuff and you will be affected by whatever you come and see here because there's it's not immersive but you are in an immersive situation because of the because of the the small scale size and and um i know many of the performers really enjoy performing here because you 
it, there is this immediate relationship with the audience. Yeah, they're right on top of the play. It's it's pretty cool. Um, we have some great theater venues here on the island that uh, we're very blessed to be on be at. Um, I have recorded music upstairs in the uh, Island Music Guild, mm-hmm. and this is a space that now I've had the full tour is greatly underused. And I would put a shout out to everybody out there if you're hosting an event that uh, Rolling Bay Hall is is a great location. And it's Weave Presents is the people that if you were interested in, in looking at the... And Weave is an acronym, correct? Yes, and I'm not exactly sure what that acronym is. It's not an acronym? No, it is. It is. I just don't know what it is. I was like, I don't know. Weave, but, I, but uh, again... Um, Google that stuff. Well, or DuckDuckGo. <laughs> Weave is about... And again, I, I, I may get this wrong, but about weaving um, cultures and generations and people together. So this space is about bringing all those groups together and providing an opportunity for a lot of what we don't necessarily get to see on Bainbridge here to this rolling base space. Yes, there's there's a lot of great cultural groups on the island. I just need to get out of the acronym world. I, <laughs> I don't know what things stand for. You know, we, Whatever happened to it's a... It's Jesse Smith's place. <laughs> pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> In the future. We'll see. <laughs> right. Jesse, before we go real quick, um, can you tell me a little bit about the actresses that you have selected for this play? Absolutely. We have Rachel Noel James playing Lizzie Borden. We have Jessica Lowe playing her sister, Emma Borden. We have Shannon Dowling playing Bridget Sullivan, the maid. And we have Justine Stilwell playing Alice Russell, Lizzie's closest confidant. Now, these were the four women who were present on the night of the murders. And these are, this is uh, their story. Most of their dialogue comes from court records and their actual testimony. And um, it is in the music and the lyrics where the uh, composers and lyricists have taken artistic license. These this is an amazing bunch of women their work on this show for me to even um talk about their contributions to this show wouldn't do it justice this is something you have to see to believe they are wonderful and will any of the four women be singing in this as well all of them will be singing for all 90 minutes of this show. <laughs> so it's not just court dialogue. It is, it's more of a musical. It's absolutely 100% a rock musical. Yes. And am I correct in saying this lasts over 90 minutes? It's, it's, it's a 90 minute show. Yeah. It's a 90 minute evening for sure. So people can come rock out here at um, Rolling Bay Hall. Absolutely. And I encourage them to do so. You do not want to miss this one. I promise you. Watch what I do here, Don. And where can people get tickets again, Jesse? <laughs> at indtheater.org. <laughs> there he goes. Somebody just grew up right here on the Bystander Podcast. <laughs> well, Don and Jesse, I wish you all the best and uh, can you continue to su- success and i'm looking forward to this um punk rock type musical and um this great venue here thank you for your time thank you thank appreciate you so it. much appreciate it right. you've been listening to the bystander be kind mm-hmm.